Daily prayer has been a part of the Christian tradition since its first days. In the Episcopal Church, our forms of daily prayer are found in our Book of Common Prayer, which descends from that of the Church of England. When we pray one of the forms of prayer, called offices, we pray with Christians around the world no matter what time we are doing so. Morning prayer is the central office, but it's always great to be prayed any time of day. Whether you're joining in at morning, evening, or even the next day, it's always a good time to pray. If you would like to follow along with the order of prayer, you can go to tuesday.frdavid.org for a Tuesday episode, or thursday.frdavid.org for a Thursday episode. There will be more information at the end of this podcast. Let's pray morning prayer together. Well, good morning, and welcome to Morning Prayer for the morning of September 28th, 2021, the Tuesday after the 18th Sunday after Pentecost and the Lesser Feast of Paula and Eustochium of Rome, monastics and scholars. Um, Good to have you with us today in this community of prayer, no matter when you're watching this. Uh, If you're watching us live, if you have any prayers, you're welcome to put them into the comments uh, uh, down below the social media, and I'll pick that up here on the screen. Uh, But let's prepare ourselves and uh, worship God this morning. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Let us say together the Venite. The earth is the Lord's, for he made it. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The earth is the Lord's, for he made it. Come, let us adore him. Let us say the psalms appointed for this morning, Psalms 97 and 99 and 100. The Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of the isles be glad. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and justice are the foundations of his throne. A fire goes before him and burns up his enemies on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth sees it and is afraid. 
The mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the people see his glory. Confounded be all who worship carved images and delight in false gods. Bow down before him, all you gods. Zion hears and is glad, and the cities of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you are the Lord, most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He preserves the lives of his saints and delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Light has sprung up for the righteous and joyful gladness for those who are true-hearted. Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. The Lord is king. Let the people tremble. He is enthroned upon the cherubim. Let the earth shake. The Lord is great in Zion. He is high above all peoples. Let them confess his name, which is great and awesome. He is the Holy One. O mighty King, lover of justice, you have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God and fall down before his footstool. He is the Holy One. Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among those who call upon his name. They called upon the Lord, and he answered them. He spoke to them out of the pillar of cloud. They kept his testimonies and the decree that he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them indeed. You were a God who forgave them, yet punished them for their evil deeds. Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God, and worship him upon his holy hill. For the Lord our God is the Holy One. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. Don't judge so that you won't be judged. You'll receive the same judgment you give. Whatever you deal out will be dealt out to you. Why do you see the splinter in your brother's or sister's eye, but don't notice the log in your own eye? How can you say to your brother or sister, let me take the splinter out of your eye, when there's a log in your eye? You deceive yourself. First take the log out of your eye, then you'll see clearly to take the splinter out of your brother or sister's eye. Don't give holy things to dogs, and don't throw your pearls in front of pigs. They will stomp on the pearls, and then turn around and attack you. Ask, and you will receive. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Whoever seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door is opened. Who among you will give your children a stone when they ask for bread, or give them a snake when they ask for fish? If you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good things to those who ask him? Therefore you should treat people in the same way that you want people to treat you. This is the Law and the Prophets. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say together the Song of the Three Young Men. 
Glory to you, Lord God of our fathers. You are worthy of praise. Glory to you. Glory to you for the radiance of your holy name. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you in the splendor of your temple. On the throne of your majesty, glory to you. Glory to you seated between the cherubim. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you beholding the depths in the high vault of heaven. Glory to you. Glory to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Well, beloved, today is the Lesser Feast Day of Paula and Eustotium of Rome. Uh, monastics and scholars in uh, about the common era, 404 and 419. And uh, here's the reading from Lesser Feasts and Fast 2018. Paula, born 347, was descended from Cornelia Africana, the mother of the Gracchi, as Cornelia was the model of a Roman matron whose sons were her only jewels, so Paula became the model of the desert mother whose wealth was surrendered to the service of God. Married at a young age, she had five children and was widowed at age 32. Though she had lived in patrician luxury, after being widowed, she was inspired by the example of Marcella and devoted her life to the worship of God, rigorous asceticism, and service to the needy. Both Marcella and Paula converted their palaces into monasteries and gathered to them many widows and virgins. In 382, Paula met Jerome, who had come to Rome at the invitation of Bishop Damasus, who was residing in the home of Marcella. Paula and her daughter Eustotium took to the irascible scholar and preacher of asceticism. They became Jerome's dearest companions and the only antidotes to his infamous wrath. They restrained his temper and frequently recalled him to the mildness and humility that Christ enjoins. While urged by her noble family to marry, Eustotium, under the guidance of Jerome, made a vow of perpetual virginity. Jerome's famous De Custodia Virginitatis was written for her instruction. Fluent in Greek, Paula and Eustotium were ardent students of the scriptures, and they quickly mastered Hebrew under Jerome's tutelage. When he left to return to the east, Paula and Eustotium followed after him, making a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. The three of them settled in Bethlehem, and there Paula had four monasteries erected, one for men, over which Jerome presided, and three for women. In Bethlehem, their passion for the study of Scripture only grew, and their challenging questions led Jerome to write many of his commentaries. Under Paula's persuasive and persistent influence, Jerome undertook a new Latin translation of the Bible from the original languages, which came to be known as the Vulgate. Paula also provided the books that were essential to Jerome's work. She and Eustotium suggested revisions to his translation drafts and edited all his works, and the women of their convents were the scribes who made copies of the finished work available. Paula and Eustotium were Jerome's colleagues in this work, and without them there would be no Vulgate. Paula presided over the Bethlehem monasteries for twenty years until her death in 404. In his eulogy for her, Jerome wrote, If all the members of my body were turned into tongues, and all my joints were to utter human voices, I should be unable to say anything worthy of the holy and venerable Paula. After the death of her mother, Eustotium assumed direction of the monasteries. <coughs> Eustotium died in 419 or 420, her eyes closed by her niece Paula, who took over direction of the monasteries after her death. Ooh. Pardon me there, getting a bit of an allergy attack. Try to avoid a sneezing fit here. Isn't it great allergy season? So, Paula and Eustotium 
are these uh, saints that are, are well-known in some circles, but uh, not nearly as well as Jerome. In many ways, ways that's a crying shame. Uh, Jerome is really important um, because he is the person that uh, is credited as the author of the, what's called the Vulgate. Uh, the, the word Vulgate is, come, is the same word, uh, root word that we use in, in um, English for vulgar, so it's talk, but it's not talking about it being off or anything like that. It's talking about it being in, in the common language. So um, at the time, um, the um, Bible was, uh, the Old Testament was in uh, Hebrew, or there was a translation called the Septuagint in Greek, uh, and the New Testament was in Greek. And they were working in the, the western part of the empire, where almost everybody spoke Greek in the eastern part of the, of the empire. As the, as the Roman Empire started to fall, <coughs> um, it's almost a contradiction. As the Roman Empire started to fall, and the church became more important in the west, um, the, the um, uh, Latin became a much more important language. Uh, and so um, Latin became kind of the language of education in the Christian West. And Jerome undertook this, this translation from the original Hebrew and Greek into um, um, Latin, which is the Vulgate, which if any of you grew up in the Roman Catholic Church before Vatican II, this was the translation you were reading from, an, an amended version of that. That would have been the Latin scriptures. Um, and the, um, the two great translation traditions really kind of in the Western Church are the uh, well, I'm, I'm going to put it put aside. I'm going to talk about the English translations, but um, the the um, you have Catholic Bibles like the New Jerusalem, the Jerusalem and New Jerusalem Bible that are kind of descended from the Vulgate, and then you've got um, the Revised and New Revised Standard, which are kind of descended from the King James. So this this Vulgate had a huge effect uh, even up until now, especially in the Roman Catholicism. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, but what's coming to light, and feminist scholars are writing a lot about this, was the role of these two women in getting Jerome, first of all, convincing him to do it. Everybody who talks about St. Jerome talks about what a horrible person he was, like uh, how difficult he was, uh, his temper, um, all this kind of stuff. There's, there's really nobody who has anything positive to say about him in that, in that thing. All of his, his renown comes from his scholarship. But um, it's Paula, uh, basically, who convinces him to do the Vulgate, who funds him to do the Vulgate, who provides the monasteries full of nuns that actually end up doing the copying of the Vulgate when it's finished. Um, and actually, Paula becomes, from what I've read, many consider her to actually have, there, there's a thought that she may have actually have been the better Hebrew scholar than Jerome, um, and so that large parts of uh, the translation of the Old Testament into La into the Latin may be may be her responsibility as opposed to Jerome's. Not surprisingly, uh, when when it comes down through history, uh, Jerome's is the name that's associated with this. Uh, we all know how how the patriarchy works and and all that kind of stuff. But uh, feminist scholars are spending a lot of time um, recovering this story of you know the, the 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 two women for which if they hadn't found Jerome. Um, in Jerusalem at the time, uh, the, the Vulgate might never have existed. Um, and that would have been very, very difficult, made, made uh, Scripture a lot more difficult um, during the Middle Ages and, and the time up to the Renaissance uh, in Western Europe. So um, 
today is another day. Uh, our, our saints calendar has an awful lot of um, women on them, especially ones that are lesser known. Uh, what we find out when we look into their stories is they should have been better known, um, but uh, because of the way the culture works. One of the lessons I always take from that is that the gospel always finds a way to, to shine through. They didn't quite get the... They, they had lots of... People knew them at the time. Uh, as history went by, uh, Jerome was lifted up and these two women were, were pushed down to some extent. But history has a way of coming about... <coughs> And today we are um, we are celebrating these two women um, who made it possible for this translation into uh, into Latin. So um, that's that's it for today. And let's get on with the prayers. Let's join together in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Compel us, O God, to attend diligently to your word, as did your faithful servants Paula and Eustochium, that by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we may find it profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, and that thereby we may be made wise unto salvation through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you is eternal life, and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen.
Lord, we pray for all those on our parish prayer list. We pray especially for the soul of Linda Sires, who passed away last night. Pray for her family. We pray for all those who suffer from COVID-19, for all those essential and all those healthcare workers that are fighting it. We ask for the strength to take the measures that we need to to bring this to a conclusion. Pray for all those in places of conflict, especially remembering those in Afghanistan. Prayers for all those on our border. I bid your prayers and intercessions at this time. Let us say together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining in prayer today. Um, please continue to take care of uh, the things that you need to take care of to protect the, yourself and everybody around you um, in this time. Continue to pray for the world because uh, prayer is probably the thing we need the most right now. Um, so um, we'll be back on Thursday. Uh, until then, uh, until, until the next time, uh, take care and God bless. This has been a production of St. Matthias Episcopal Church in Waukesha, Wisconsin. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find more information on how to contact us at our website at http www.stmatthiasonline.org. That's www.stmatthiasonline.org. Thank you and have a blessed day.